Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I'll be your, uh, your host, pew, your pew, guide pew, for the next, pew, uh, yeah, all things pew, gun. Pew, pew. We, we actually got a story we're going to be telling you here as soon as we, we finish the introduction that uh, Kevin doesn't even know yet. So he's, uh, well, it, he does know because it's his story he just told us, but he doesn't know <laughs> we're going to use that story. But, oh. But that's, that's the story we're going to use, so. See, that's what happens when you sponsor an event, you go to the event, then you come to the show and you tell their, your, your co-hosts about what you did. And they went, oh, we have the opening segment. <laughs> yeah, there, there we go. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, hey, on my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You know, I was uh, uh, catching up on posting some shows, I guess, from when we were doing our around the world tour, you mm-hmm. know, um, there was a couple that didn't get posted up right away. So, and when I was reviewing one of them, I guess it was, oh, geez, it must've been NRA show where I, I called you Daniel boom, or I said, Daniel boom. And you guys went, yep. He's boom. <laughs> boom, boom, big bada boom, boom. So there's, there's, there was that. Thank you for joining us, uh, this week, sir. On my left, guarding the door, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin, please welcome him back. Mr. Kevin Maxwell. You, Michael. You know, I told that story about when we were at shot and the guy walked up to me with my little moniker on that says legal ninja. And he went, how do you become a legal ninja? And I looked at him right in the eye and I went, your parents have to leave you in Okinawa when you're nine. Yeah, <laughs> He's like, well, that's not fair. <laughs> See, Kevin is a lawyer extraordinaire, folks. You guys know that. So we call him the legal ninja. Uh-huh. But we don't call him the legal ninja. People that have been representative or had to oppose him <laughs> call him the legal ninja. Actually, that came about from a late friend of ours, Jeff Collins, who... Uh, who said, hey, they got free donuts, and I disappeared in a puff of smoke. And he's like, dude, that guy was like a smoke bomb ninja. How did he, all the donuts are gone. And I was like, well, and one of our other friends, Johnson, went, well, you know, you said donuts. What did you expect to happen? He's a legal ninja. But that's it, yeah, so a lot of people see that. Nine out of ten go, wow, he's a really good attorney. The other one goes, how do you legally get declared a ninja? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, there's an exam. And you've got to go to Okinawa at night. You you know, go it, the test is kind of pass-fail, which I always thought was easier. <laughs> right, well, right. yeah, it is. It's like a, it's like a survival course. It's a pass-fail survival course. <laughs> if you don't it's survive, like a, you fail. How do you survive a shooting? Well, it's a pass-fail. <laughs> yeah, it's a pass-fail. Exactly right. Exactly right. Um, you mentioned our, our, our friend Jeff Collins. The story that you were telling us on the break kind of involved him. Uh, I know you just did The Wounded Warrior, but uh, I don't think we ever told the story before about... Uh, uh, your 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 certain rifle that has, uh, has multiple kills on my, it. None my, of them are yours. My, my, I have I have a fourteen and a half inch with a two inch muzzle brake, pinned and welded, 
AR-10 rifle. Mm-hmm. The 308. Uh, yeah. 308. It, it is a very nice platform, but the optic and the side I picked for it, or the optic and the mount, the, the rings for it, one piece, were not something that Jeff really appreciated when I loaned it to him to go on a wounded warrior hunt. And on this particular hunt, he went and took his, his child. And uh, I guess she must have been about eight, nine years old at the yeah, time. Probably eight or like nine that. years yeah. old. And, uh, and one of our other buddies, Sean, had loaned another rifle. Well, as Jeff was apt to do, he took the optic and the mount off of Sean's rifle and placed it on mine, loctited it in and zeroed it because he was a sniper. Jeff, yeah, active duty combat vet sniper. And, and uh, he, he killed two deer. Well, he and his daughter killed two deer that particular weekend with that rifle, one at 98 yards and one at 297 yards with the same point of hold. And he said, you should probably leave that a rifle alone and not, you, not mess with it <laughs> Don't anymore. Don't mess with that setup. But, but he took a picture and he texted it to I and Sean, who happened to be working a gun show together. And Sean and I were looking at the photograph and this huge rack that his daughter Savannah had killed. And we went, hey, wait a minute. We zoomed in on it and said, that's my rifle. And Sean went, that's my scope. And we went, we sent him back a text. Hey, uh, Kevin's keeping the meat. Uh, Sean's keeping the mount, and you can keep the photograph. <laughs> that's our rifle. Yeah, you just pulled the trigger. Yeah. It's our equipment. Yeah. He didn't even pull the trigger. Savannah pulled the trigger. <laughs> he set her down in, the Indi- in an Indian cross-legged, got her knees set on her elbows, got her all set up, and she broke the shot and dropped it like a bad habit. Just like, oh, what? Deer's dead. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I wish I'd taken that rifle today because I had some problems with my other 308. It didn't. Well, I usually run that particular gun with a can on it and I mm-hmm. took the can off and somebody decided they would adjust the gas. Yeah, I, th- I think that's what it is. And they, they, dial and, they and they adjusted it by turning it all the way out. So <laughs> it's like, wow, this thing doesn't recoil very much. It also doesn't cycle. Yeah. <laughs> what were you doing today? What was the event? Uh, we sponsored I, Kevin, and, uh, and uh, Tower Guns and training uh, Caltech and uh, Triton. Tower, uh, that's a, a gunner. Winner. Yep. Uh, sponsored a Wounded Warrior event out at uh, at Aries Range today. Right. And so from about 8.30 until about uh, 1.30, I was out there um, assisting. There you go. Uh, RSOing. Yeah. Right. Uh, and while those guys are wicked <gasps> good with rifles, um, no, no, no. Hold it with both hands if it's a pistol. It's, it's, <laughs> no, it's just, <laughs> that's not the military technique. It's, it's, yeah. not, it's nice. Yeah, it's, it's not... Uh, I'm, it, look, if I'm having to use a handgun, something's gone really, really <laughs> wrong. Yeah. But w- we did have someone out there. I was, I was talking to a, an Apache mechanic. Okay. And he was talking about the, you know, the things he'd done while he was overseas and in, in his service. And uh, I, I told the joke that I've heard from another Apache pilot. I said, you know how you can, you know how you, when you meet an Apache pilot, you can tell they're an Apache pilot. Don't worry. They'll tell you. Yeah, well, well, one of the women <laughs> wounded warriors was an Apache pilot, and, and she didn't think that joke was at all funny and punched me in the boob. <laughs> and, and I was like, I don't think you're allowed to do that because I can't punch you back or I'm going to get. And she goes, oh, you try. You just try. And when I looked at her and thought, you know what? Her arms are bigger than my thighs. I'm, she lifts weights a lot. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to argue with her. I'm just going to, could I get you a magazine? <laughs> <laughs> I'd punch you back once I get the feeling in my arm. I still got that tingling thing going on right now. So somebody hold her while I can hit her and run really fast, and yeah, she can't catch it. me. You just wait till I see you walking down the street, and I'm in my car. <laughs> no, because I just messed my car up. It's just she'd tear off one of the wheels and beat me with it. Oh boy, oh boy. Yeah, it sounds like a sounds like a good event. You had a good turnout there. 
We had uh, 16 veterans. 16 Very nice. Nice. veterans go up and uh, we, we put out put out about let's say we were close to 10,000 rounds. That's yeah, that's good Ooh, stuff. Yeah, that's good fun. stuff. Uh, biggest piece of hardware you had out there or that was out there today? Uh, Spikes was was all those also yeah, one of the sponsors. Spikes Tactical yep. brought one of the AR10s in the battle worn. Okay. And uh, and then they had a full auto um, in 9 millimeter that was set up uh, on their unicorn. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. And, and we, there were some some gun giveaways and uh, a lower receiver giveaway that Spikes did. And uh, I've got to get a unicorn. I've got to get a unicorn. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I've got lower. the unicorn. The girl, you got the unicorn. No, I'm also, not yet. yeah, unicorn. I'm, I'm gonna so. get. I'm gonna get the colored. I got to call over there and talk to somebody and get a color colored in one and and then. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. it. That's good stuff. Uh, hey, listen, we got a great show planned for you today. Stick around. Let's see. What are we talking to you about? We got some some news out of Georgia. We're going to talk a little bit a little bit about President Trump. Some some happy endings. So uh, so stick around. Great show coming up for you. We'll see you after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTechUSA. 
Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. You have the right to read books others don't like. You have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. You have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Next Level Training. Check out Next Level Training and the CERT SIRT training pistol at nextleveltraining.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from those Keltech studios. And uh, welcome to the Next Level Training segment of the show. Hey, be sure to check out our friends at Next Level Training. That's nextleveltraining.com. Get your very own CERT SIRT training pistol. You can choose from the Model 110, which is the one that looks like the Glock, the Model 107, which is the Smith & Wesson M&P style, the pocket pistol, the CERT AR bolt, and the CERT AR training rifle. Hey, you don't have time to get your reps in? This is how you get time to get your reps in. That's nextleveltraining.com, and tell them Arms Room Radio sent you. Folks, I don't know if you've been following this story. I, I know we've been, uh, we've been talk- we were talking about it here uh, on a break and, uh, since, since, since it occurred. Out of, Kevin, help me here. I'm going to mess the name up. It's, it's DeKalb De- 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 County. DeKalb County, Georgia. DeKalb County. I got yelled at yesterday. Gr- greater, for greater metropolitan Atlanta okay. area. I got yelled at yesterday by a Georgia resident because I pronounced it like it's spelled. DeKalb? Uh, with, with, with the L? With the L, DeKalb, yeah, DeKalb yeah. County, DeKalb, and, and listen, but there's places all around the country like that. And, and what's the uh, what's the place where the Astros play in Texas? Houston, Houston, right? Unless you happen to live in New York, and it's Houston, <laughs> it's 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 Houston. There's there's several... not, wait wait wait. New Yorkers aren't even allowed to say that word. <laughs> That's probably why. Okay, you, if, if you find out a Texan heard a New Yorker say it that way, he would go to New York and whip their ass <laughs> just out of pure spite. Well, it's it's Houston Street, it's, New York City. Yeah, exactly, New York. Exactly. What a good series of commercials. There's the uh, picante, <laughs> yep. picante sal- uh, salsa. You know, we're not they're not paying us, but uh, yeah, paste picante. Paste salsa. picante. That was it. Yeah. Where is this made? New, New York, York City. City. Yep. Yep. So at a the cab. Give her drop the L. That's it. Just drop, drop the L. Drop the L. Okay. At a and DeKalb. roll your R's like you're from Sophie. 
Yeah. <laughs> Wait, there's no R in it. It's got a si- <laughs> it does have a silent P, just like in the word pants. <laughs> Crime uh. scene tape reminded uh, remained up late into the Friday night at the scene of a shopping center shooting. This is in DeKalb County, Georgia, outside a uh, what was the name? It was a, a Kroger, I believe. Would be robbers are in the hospital after they a couple they targeted pulled a gun. And fought back. Okay. Oops. <laughs> I, a couple pulled the gun. Either these are a really, really big gun, or this is yeah. the way this broke down. It's a, a cruiser. The three guys that are following the couple out apparently looked suspicious to the couple. And so when the gun carrier turned and faced them, they put their hands beside their ears, and the other party went, Shooter ready. <laughs> and if you hear that sound and you're going to rob somebody, you should stop what you're doing immediately because the next sound you hear is going to be beep, bang, 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 ow, ow, ow. Okay? That's how a couple, that's how my couple, that's great. If somebody was with me, that's the way I would want to stop the robbery is shooter ready. Yeah. Because that apparently is the best El Presidente drill ever if you can get three people to stand alongside each other. Okay, threaten me and ready exercise. I, I, show me lampshade. I, I really think, I really think, you know, Kevin's right. You know, put your hands up. You wait for some. You, you wait for somebody to say, put your hands up, and you just kind of giggle. That's my starting position. Yeah. I've told law enforcement officers, don't ever tell me to put my hands up. That's the most dangerous place in the world for you is my hands next to my ears, and somebody goes, Beep. You know, I don't care if, if you get your finger on the trigger, you're still going to lose. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. So this this couple, they and it's this is a very uh, recent story. Uh, this has come out Friday, and, and again, folks, I know you might be listening to us a little bit later than when, when we're live, but this come out Friday, and so we only have a little bit of the information. You may have more of it by the time you're, you're hearing us. But they're in the Kroger. I guess these guys were were, were looking for somebody to either rob or carjack. Uh, mm-hmm. they, you know, they they know that much so far, and they they follow them outside. And apparently, they chose poorly. Yeah, they chose poorly. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. like, you drank from the wrong goblet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The red pill or the blue pill? <laughs> so they get outside, and they, they and one bad guy pulls pulls a gun. Now, we know there's at least one bad guy gun. May have been more. Okay. Uh, okay. We know there was one gun uh, based on, I guess, the news helicopter actually did the zooming in, and you could see the, uh, the, the, the bad guy gun laying next to the pool of blood in the parking lot. So that was a good shot. Well, that's the best way I can (laughs) think of to make sure nobody steals a bad guy gun is it for to be in a pool of blood. Because even even stupid things will go, nah, I don't have rubber gloves on. I'm not stealing that gun. Uh -uh. I don't know where that guy's been. The the bad guy pulls a gun, and we know at least one gun's pulled, and don't don't know the initial response. Don't know if it was the... Shooter ready, you know, <laughs> in the hands but next to the ears. Apparently, there or, was a spray of bullets, but I really want to find out if the if the good guy only fired three rounds. That's that's <laughs> that's so far what we're hearing. I've been checking into it a little bit more with the with with the sources we have up in that Atlanta area. Is the spray of bullets, and this is some of the witness statements we'll get into here. Some of the witness statements, even when the, even the police uh, uh, spokesperson up front, she said it. She said it was. Uh, uh, it was a very dangerous place. In fact, hold on. Let me just get it. Yeah, close. apparently, her, if you pull a gun on a couple in the Kroger parking lot, it's a pretty dangerous yeah. thing to do. Let me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me let me get you the exact quote. The, the quote from the police department was, "There was a great risk of people being killed. People are lucky that no one else was hit." And I saw this quote and I thought, "Hey, come on, this is a guy and 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 
woman. I mean, well, maybe there were four robbers and he only hit three. So there was a great risk that someone else <laughs> right, could have been hit. Right. But the fourth one learned to fly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, look at him and run across the water in the parking lot. Uh, so he, uh, the bad guy, or excuse me, the good guy pulls the gun and, and engages these, these three. Now, when I first read this quote from the police, there was a great risk of people being killed. People are lucky that no one else was hit. Then you, you find out from other witness statements that there's, Shots were sprayed into uh, vehicles as well. Ve right. Several vehicles Back in the stops. parking lot yeah. were, were, were hit, and and I thought, man, you listen. How, why is the police department in Georgia of all places? They're putting down this this legal carrier of a firearm in Georgia for defending themselves and and, and you know the the person they're with. And then I thought, oh no no, they they might actually have been referring to the bad guys with the uh, you know shooting from the hip action or you know doing you know upside down drills or whatever the the heck they were doing. So I was I was ready to throw the police department under the bus and thought, well, let's give a little benefit of the doubt. Yeah, maybe they're talking. Right. Maybe they're talking about it was just bad because you know the bad guys were doing the uh, you know the the shooting into the air. You know the Wiley Coyote, Coyote thing, boo, yeah, yeah. or not 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 Wiley Coyote. That's uh, that's uh, Yosemite Sam just shooting into the air and screaming <laughs> at the same time. So yeah, well, these that'll guys, happen if you get hit. Oh yeah, yeah, you'll scream yeah. into the air and shoot. It's a sympathetic reflex. Your muscles yeah. start to, yeah. to start to flinch all in your body and your hand. And yeah, they're, they're on especially the, gun. the yeah. ones in your lower part of your body. They'll start to flex a lot. Yeah, yeah. They, they're, they're more pushing things out. <laughs> yeah, they're more <laughs> pushing, you know, at that point. You need to be lighter now. Yeah, right. Because yeah. you need to run fast, and yeah. that would be get rid of all your yeah. excess fluid. It's like shooting uh, flares and chaff. It's drop decoys, drop decoys. <laughs> <laughs> That's my universal defense for snakes, too, by the way. I smother them. <laughs> God, it's dead. You're right. It's a 40 foot cobra. Yeah, now it's a suffocated 40 yeah, foot cobra. I scanned the article real quick, and the shortest sentence in it, and to me, has the biggest meaning the couple was unharmed. Yes. Yes. Exactly right. You know, get, you know all, the, all the legal ramifications, you know, a set aside, they're alive to suffer the consequences. Yeah. If there are any. Yep. Here's a, here's a question I want to ask you two uh, gentlemen. Uh, Georgia is one of the, uh, the 45 states where open carry is legal. Mm -hmm. Was, and this hasn't come out yet, and I don't know the answer. Was this gentleman open carrying or not? I would think not because it, he had such a tactical advantage yeah. Yeah. to draw and fire. If they'd have seen what he was doing, it, they would probably have shot him first right. and not giving him a chance for self-defense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and I, I think, listen, these, these are robbers. They're using fear to, to prey on their victims. I don't think, you know, it sounds like, uh, you know, well, listen, as, as a career in law enforcement, robbers and burglars are not in the murder business. They're in the scare you to give me my, give me the stuff I want business. Right. Um, so this guy was not prepared to murder. And if he's going after somebody with a gun, you know, I don't want that. I'm not here. Mm. I'm not, I'm not looking to jump somebody I, I, to I shoot him the to take their gun. Score. Yeah, exactly. I want the easy right. score. I don't want to work score. for this. And they're going to find out that, you know, these are oxygenarians and <laughs> yeah. he was using a 1911 from World War II. <laughs> right. Serial number three. You know, that kind of, <laughs> No, it no, was, no, that's, it was, that's, that's it cold. I think yeah. it's like nine. They don't know where it is. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, this, uh, I would say not, not uh, open carrying, just, just based Probably on not. what I've seen. You know, the, these guys, uh, you know, they're looking for the easy score, just like Earl pointed out. What, uh, what I'm going to really like is it, it was the wife. Oh, yeah. The wife yeah. was the shooter, yeah. and the husband was like, shooter ready. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that may be the case. Oh, oh, no. that would be that Stage would be four so drill. Cool. Stage four drill. Here we go. So cool. This member's member to stand in the box. Stand in the box. <laughs> Everybody that's ever been shooting is giggling their butts off right now. <laughs> <laughs> ever been ever been to a competition shoot? So. Somebody was watching me at one of the competition shoots we did and noticed that uh, I I kept 
you know, moving my legs and, and somebody had, uh, yeah. did a phone video and I looked at it. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to move off the edge, <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> but in this competition, like, they want you to stay in the box. box that I can't move out. <laughs> yeah. Of there. They don't want you to move out of there. I'm, I'm moving. <laughs> try to move to, yeah, at least, lateral, at least left, cover right. not, or concealment, if not cover. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, we got more program uh, coming up. I think we're gonna we're talking about another one of these shootings like this, uh, very similar. When we get back from the pro, uh, from the break, stick around. me. I started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. (laughs) Right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few, I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the quitter in you at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. Want to reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and stroke? Simple. Eat right. 
This is registered dietitian nutritionist Melissa Dobbins. A healthy diet can mean a healthier you. So eat a variety of proteins each week. Seafood, lean meat, poultry, beans, and nuts. Fill half your plate with fruits and vegetables at every meal. Choose foods that are lower in calories, fat, and sodium. Limit your alcohol and maintain a healthy weight. Let a registered dietitian nutritionist help you achieve your goals. Find one near you at eatright.org. Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes. It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Kevin. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at guntechusa.com. That's G U N T E C USA. Dot com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Keltech Studios, and welcome to the Gun Tech USA segment of the program. I, I talk to them every week. Every week I talk to them. I know, Kevin, you talked to them last week. This week I said, hey, can you come on the show? You haven't been on the show in months. We'd really like to get on and you know, talk about some of the products. And he sent me a picture of uh, him and the wife at the pool. And I said, I said, why are you in the photo? <laughs> I'm going to post that up on the website. No, no, don't do that. So uh, we'll, we'll, we have to see him. Is the only way we get him on the show is when we see him. Mm-hmm. When, we're, when we're at an yeah. event or when we're at, the, we're at their, uh, their facility. He has with an him. iPhone. Yeah, he does. You can FaceTime me. I could. I could do it right now. Right now. <laughs> I hope it goes well on live well, radio. Well, I'd say we're on radio, so we don't necessarily have to FaceTime him. No, he said him. he didn't get to see him. Oh, okay. True. Fix okay. That. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. True. Uh, Jacksonville, Florida, for all those other Jacksonvilles around the country. This is Jacksonville, Florida. Police, this, this guy, this guy gets a prize. <laughs> this guy gets a prize or maybe elected to office or something. Police say a man who tried to carjack two people was thwarted. Two different. Two different yes, people. Yes, yes, thank you. Good, good clarification. After victims both pulled out guns to protect themselves. <laughs> I, listen, I'm going I'm to give you some numbers, folks. I'm going to give you some numbers for those of you that want to come around the state of Florida. First off, Jacksonville is the, is the furthest southern city in the United States. It's not the furthest south city in the United States. It's the furthest southern city in the United States. <laughs> okay. Yeah, once you get so far, you know. It's almost so south far south. It's, yeah, it's yes. almost yeah, south. Yes. Yeah. Everything starts acting like New York. They're Ex- all moving down. Here. Exactly right. Yeah, the south, the south continues to move north. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, in the, uh, but it's, the, uh, it's the southernmost city. In the yeah, country. I, I got called a South Florida lawyer by a, oh, by a lawyer in <laughs> Bay County, former JAG officer, and I stood up and went, Yana, I don't know where this carpet bag is from. <laughs> Boy, he didn't know what that meant, but the senior <laughs> judge did. He thought we were going to have to have a duel. <laughs> so Jacksonville, Florida, the police officers arrested a 36-year-old man. Let's, what's the city? It's named Christopher Raymond Hill. Yeah. Charged with strong-arm robbery, carjacking, 
with a firearm or deadly weapon, aggravated battery, and a deadly weapon, and trespassing. Okay. Detect- Detective said the incident began when Hill robbed a Walmart liquor store. All right. Well, he's got his... He's got his night plan for him. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, did he steal that, liquor or did he steal money? That's what I want to know. That, well, you know what? He probably it doesn't make any difference. Both. You know why he was running? Because somebody was after him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. it was us. <laughs> we the police. Yeah. Uh, he attempted to flee in a silver Ford SUV. However, witnesses said the vehicle would not start. Okay. Oh, I hate right. it when the getaway car doesn't start. Preventative maintenance and check yeah, systems. Yeah. You, hey, you listen, maintaining your equipment hey, is 50% of the message. That's hey, right. If, if he's resorting to... to robbing a, a liquor store he ain't got the money to maintain his equipment <laughs> well you maybe he just wanted a specific kind of liquor can we give the guy a little you know yeah, okay yeah, I, yeah. I like the walmart brand liquor and uh, <laughs> the walmart box wine exactly That's right, right. The Walmart box <laughs> yeah. wine. it's that bottom shelf dusty tequila <laughs> yeah yeah with the, yeah, in, in the plastic the plastic box, jug yeah yeah it don't break on the <laughs> no, pool deck no. it bounces no, it's got a worm in it too, and it didn't start that way. Yeah, that's the you good can leave stuff, it yeah. in the pool; it'll float. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, witnesses said the vehicle would not start, so he first tried to car, uh, excuse me carjack a Mister Scott Reardon at knife point. So he came in with a knife, and he actually cut the Mister Reardon on the arms and legs. Uh, Mister Reardon says, "I reached in between my glove box and console, between my seats, reached down and got my weapon and brandished it for him." Okay, listen. Why well, you know what he didn't shoot him? Yeah, because he, he didn't have time. All, no, he didn't <laughs> want to get blood all over any more blood or that guy's blood all inside his truck. Yeah, so I already got a big enough mess to clean right. up. I don't want your mess. You're gonna too. ruin my upholstery with your nastiness. Yeah, because no. when I shoot you, you're gonna poop. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy's got his his gun. And listen again, this guy uh, he did the right thing here, but just for tips, for you know some pro tips we'd call them uh-huh. as you move forward. If you if it takes you more than a moment or two to get to your gun, it's not. In a good place. No. It's uh-uh. not where you want it to be. Uh-uh. If you've got to reach between your glove box and your console, between your seats, then reach down, and then get your weapon, it's too, it's too much. Well, you know it's what? It much. may have taken him longer to say that than to actually do <laughs> yeah. it. You're and right. It, You're it right. may have been the, get out. Yeah, yeah. Don't shoot me. Right. Then leave. Right. So, yeah, he, he, sees, he shows it to the bad guy, and the bad guy's like, don't shoot me. And the bad guy said, uh, or excuse me, the bad guy said, don't shoot me. And he said, okay, well, then get out of here. It's nice that he gave him an option. Yeah. Nice that he gave an option. Instead well, of, you know, instead I, of uh, air raiding. I, I got to tell you, I do not want to put a 40 cal hole in the side of my truck. True. There are <laughs> things to consider here. Well, we'd have to make double make sure that, you know, a 40 cal would damage your, your truck. Because I've seen a 40 cal hit a hinge on a Jeep. Yeah, you just... Uh, fix the paint. That was it. We are talking Jeep hinges, though. You know, you could hit it with like a 105 millimeter howitzer, and it would just uh, you know damage the paint on a Jeep. That, you know? we, like, while we're at the shoot today, and they were talking about people that were firing at a mile distance. I said, I shoot at a mile all the time. You shoot at them. I hit target at a mile all the time. It is not a problem. Really? How? Fire mission. <laughs> and they went, oh, you cheat. You cheat. You, you rear echelon guys, you cheat. Like, I am not rear echelon. I oh. retreat bravely. <laughs> Advance to the rear. So uh, Mr. Bad Guy, Mr. Hill here, jumps out of Mr. Reardon's car. Okay. After Mr. Reardon brandishes the weapon and tells him to get out of there. I guess this would be the second strike. This his, sec- his, his, yeah. first, his vehicle was strike one. This one's strike two. Correct. We going on to possibly strike three? He jumps into the passenger seat of a woman's car at the Starbucks drive-thru. <laughs> okay, first off, you don't right, want to be ain't... messing with people before they've had their coffee. That's right. Ooh, That's a good way to end up perforated. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. 
Police say the woman got out of her car and grabbed a pistol from her trunk, pointing okay. it at Hill until he ran off. Okay. Good for you, ma'am, for having the gun and for having the sense of mind to be able to pull it and put it on target and, and make him go away. Mm -hmm. can, we, can we have another pro tip? Can we have another moment of pro tip here? Okay. okay. I think I know what this one's going to be. I'll let you take it then. No. Right. What's the first run of a rule of a gunfight? Have a gun. Yeah. Right. Not have a gun With, in your trunk. Within arm's reach. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so you know, don't don't keep the gun in the trunk. Uh, I don't know if maybe it's an SUV. She pops it open, or maybe it's a little button she hits, or maybe she grabbed the remote and she. I have no idea how she got in the trunk. It of might have been a hatchback so kind of thing. Could be yeah, exactly yeah. something yeah. like that. No idea how she got in the back of it so fast. But she uh, grabbed her purse and the baby carrier at the yeah, same time. Yeah, and right, went, right. Okay. Right. Now you have a problem. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Don't poke Mama Bear. Yeah. No, I got. No. I got. The Sal Grizzly got her kid with her. Now you in trouble. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and she still had not the coffee. So yeah. And <laughs> and at this point, listen, she's paid for it. Oh, but hasn't oh, gotten yeah, it yet. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. So, yeah, that's uh -huh. even worse. That's that's uh, that's taking a stage higher. So, uh, Mr. Reardon uh, said he. That's was... why the police were redirecting the traffic <laughs> because they she still hadn't gotten her coffee and they weren't going to get in the way of that. <laughs> yeah. That's smart, <laughs> man. We need to rope this area off. No, no, not yet. No, no, no. I no, need I, my coffee. I, I got a grande latte coming, <laughs> and you're not going to get between me and it. Uh, the the victim of uh, I guess the vehicle number two. Remember, because I guess uh, right. he's, his, his own was his, you know, his, strike one. Yeah, right. The, the, strike the, number two. the owner you. of yeah. strike two. Yeah, the owner of strike two. He said he was glad he had his gun with him for self-defense. said, these guys talk about banning assault rifles and banning guns, but when it comes and happens to them, they're going to wish they had one. Yep. That was something that was that the shooting happened in California at, the, at one of uh, YouTube's headquarters. Yes. Uh, a YouTube employee. He yeah. was like, man, I wish I had a gun. When, when that happened. Right. They fire him? I don't know. Yeah, they probably fired him for saying, I wish I had a gun. Probably. Wouldn't surprise me. Ultimately, uh, police... He said gun, and they fired him for <laughs> saying gun. That's true, yeah. Yeah, it's like on an airplane. You can't say bombardier. You can't say... You can't say... <laughs> that, you can't that party, call your friend. Yeah. That party yeah. was the bomb, Yeah, man. you can't say it. Can't, no, you can't do it. Can't you can't call your friend. Hi, Jack! Yeah, no, you can't. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can't call your friend. Uh, ultimately, police found Mr. Hill inside of the bathroom at a supercuts. <laughs> well, I guess he'd just given up. Yeah, I guess he'd just yeah. given up. You know, he got, he got, he got himself some liquor and or no, cash. He's drinking as fast as he can. <laughs> <laughs> I got to destroy this evidence. Yeah. I got to destroy yeah. this evidence. I was drunk. That's my defense. No, you uh -huh. robbed a liquor store. That's why you're drunk. Why were you running? Somebody was chasing me. Yeah, but we the police. We're supposed <laughs> yeah, to chase you. The police. You got Mr. Reardon. You got Miss uh, Denied Her Coffee Lady. You know, you got, you got all of them chasing this guy Madam Starbuck. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. According to an arrest report, uh, Hill told police, the reason I was running and did this was because someone was after me. Yeah, yeah. you just heard Kevin say it. The police were after him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're not saying that right. Yeah. It's police. The police. The, police. the police was after him. The police if they're chasing him. you, they're the police. Yeah. Yeah, and I believe Jacksonville, Florida is where the origin of what had happened was came no, from. That's actually Tampa. <laughs> is that Tampa? That's oh, Tampa. okay, okay. I, I know it was one of the big I towns, want to tell but. you the truth. Yeah. Well, now I know you're going to lie to me. Uh -huh. uh -huh. uh, Mr. Hill's bail is currently set at $91,512. He, he Strike three. Yeah, he had ninety-one five on him, but they figured they'd throw that extra 12 in there. So. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll be back after the break.
Deltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Hey, welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. We are coming to you live from those Caltech studios. Hey, this is the Hometown Heroes Alliance segment of the program, dedicated to helping injured, hurt, and wounded heroes and the families of fallen heroes through adventures, compassion, and care. Check them out and get involved and make a donation today at hometownheroesalliance.org. That's hometownheroesalliance.org. 
So did uh, did you guys? Did you fellas? Uh, did you folks out there? You, you you see what the president was doing this week? You see any of this? This uh, I mean, it depends on who you listen to, obviously. So you know, you listen to one part and he's done nothing. Oh yeah, of he's course. done nothing, nothing at listen, all. Listen, listen. I, I I listen to that, and the ones that are saying, well, he just didn't do enough. I <laughs> seem to think that they understood the process was going to be. He's going to go to Singapore. Right. He's going to bring a large bag. Yeah, yeah. He's going to come back with all of Korea's nuclear weapons in the large bag right. and say, okay, I have them. Yeah. yeah here I, they are. I Got don't em. think they understand what a nuclear weapon looks like. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not too many movies. Yeah, way, way too know? many. Yeah. It's too many. This is not something you need a 25,000 pound forklift to pick up a, 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 an intercontinental ballistic warhead. It's not. It's. You know what? And that's Come a stable one. Yeah. Hey, well, yeah, you, you, you're, you're going to need longer forks if it's the unstable kind. Yeah. 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 I need yeah. the fork extensions for the forklift, sir. Why? Well, this one's smoking a little bit. Yeah, that's it. Well, so it's making ticking sounds. You're pretty safe. Why don't you just call me about it later and let me know how it went? I'll be in another country. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be in another hemisphere. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you know he uh, he's obviously uh, doing doing great things around the world, making America great again, making America great during uh, you know the, the, as part of the a global positioning, oh, bringing yeah. back pride, doing doing all of that. But he's over there in uh, in, in in Singapore, yeah. And uh, I guess this didn't air on American TV. This came out on the on the North Korean uh, news channel, I guess uh, NKCNN, whatever it is, evidently. And. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's evidently what it is. You know, it's going to be a direct line. It's not NKFOX. <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. And you see President Trump moving down, I call it a receiving line. You know, he's meeting, right. he's that's, meeting that's this. Pretty much dignitaries are yeah. meeting, you know, dignitaries. Right, right, right. You get to, you know, this is, uh, you know, uh, uh, Captain So-and-so, this is Captain So-and-so, Captain so-and-so, Captain so-and-so, and they're doctor, 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 doctor. doctor. They're, doing, they're doing one of those. And President Trump uh, meets with, you see him with uh, two or three people in North Korean civilian clothing. Okay. So, which... Kinda, How can you tell there's North Korean civilian clothing because and much it, regular because, civilian clothing? Because it looks like prison uniforms. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all gray, and they're exactly the same, and it, it just, uh, it's not, uh, not anything that fashion has seen over the past hundred years or so. It's... Like mass suits, though? Yes. Okay. Yes. And... They, they are coming back in style, though. <laughs> Well, everybody thinks I'm you know, like a riverboat gambler <laughs> from 1860. <laughs> but you, you make it look good. And no, we, we all know that you were in China. China. I, was so, in China. I was in China. So he's the president is walking down this receiving line. There's, there's a, he shakes a hand. He shakes a hand. Then he comes up to a, a North Korean general in uniform. And you could see the president like puts his hand out to shake his hand because he just shook two guys' hands. They're indoors as well. You could, you could tell. And as he puts his hand out to shake the North Korean general's hand, the North Korean general brings snaps his him hand, a salute. Snaps him a salute. So the president snaps him a salute. Snaps back. him a salute. And about the same time he's snapping the salute, the general has brought his hand down to shake the hand. Kind of like, oh wait, I got the order wrong here. I'm not sure <laughs> what's supposed to go on. Yeah, and they probably and, executed for that poor general yeah, for yeah, screwing that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And, and then the president brings his hand back down and shakes his hand. Okay. Well, evidently that was um, the absolute worst thing that ever happened to the office of the president, and he disgraced the United States because he saluted a North Korean general. Did you know that by saluting, according to the news sources, guess which way they were leaning, according to the news sources, that he just gave due respect and honor to all of North Korean's generals and all the murders and crimes they've committed over the past 50 years. 
Do you know? I guess it, maybe they don't understand what a salute means. This is why we're having this conversation. I, I think perhaps they don't understand what the <sighs> symbolism of a salute is. And you notice I did not say symbology. <laughs> Symbiology? Symbiology. Uh, the salute was something that, that equally ranked combatants in the Middle Ages did to, sh to identify themselves. It was the gesture of raising the visor of your helmet to say, I am yeah, worthy of your respect on the battlefield, and you will not use techniques that are not chivalrous. And that was the response. You both, well, that became the salute. Um, yeah, you, and by the way, the only salute that pro is properly applied now uh, to reflect that is the British and the French salutes because the American salutes are two palm, two palm down. Two palm down, yes. There, there's a difference in them. And this was you know, the dual purpose. Like, like Kevin said, you, it was to show them I, I'm, I'm chivalrous in it, but it was exposing the face. They would lift mm -hmm. the visor to say, right. look, I'm, I'm, I'm lifting my armor, you know, albeit small here on my face, right, to, to right. make acknowledgement with you. And when there were others that did not have the visors, it served the purpose of here is my open hand. I am right. showing you that I am not a threat to you right. and wish to be chivalrous with you. That's what it was for. It didn't matter if you were in the same military or in opposing military. Go back and watch any, any World War II documentary. I was just watching some Nuremberg stuff or some, some military movies and watch what happens when they meet the enemy in a, in a professional setting, a cordial setting. The, the, the same thing is true of the handshake. Yes. The handshake was a Roman greeting between combative men mm -hmm. and you grabbed not only the hand but the forearm to show that my battle arm is empty yes mm -hmm. it's empty and so it, it a, a salute and a handshake are to accomplish the same objective we are not about to fight we are here to have interaction not combat now you learn in the military, and my and my uh, law enforcement brothers and sisters learn this when they're going through the police academy. Also, you learn this in, you know, the, your your ROTC units. You learn this in I, even Boy Scouts. I think it teaches this with their yeah, just with just their three, little with their three, little hands. Three salutes. fingers, three fingers. Yeah, um, but if you're somebody salutes you, if you're 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 in a position, if you're you're an officer, you're you're in the front of a formation, uh, and 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 it's time for you to be saluted, and someone salutes you you return the salute. If someone improperly salutes you, I'm not talking about they wave at you like with a banana in their hand or something like that. I'm talking about they thought you were somebody different. Oh my goodness, I th I'm sorry, your rank kind of looked a little weird. I thought You've you had were... that happen. Yeah, I thought You've you were... you had that happen with yeah. a drill instructor. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you were a captain and you ended up being a sergeant. It just caught the light wrong and I thought, so you salute to be... You know, just to you know, to remain professional. You don't want to be wrong. You'd rather right, be wrong. Right, right. You'd rather be wrong and salute than wrong and not salute. Uh -huh. the, the sergeant major and then the corporal captain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, corporal captain. Yeah. So you you still salute, and everyone knows if someone salutes you, even though they salute you at the wrong time, if you know at the wrong place in a board meeting, uh, it was in the uh, the movie with Cuba Gooding Jr. at the end with uh, um, where he salutes with Robert De Niro. Uh, um, men of honor, men of honor, where he salutes the board and he says that's not required. At that point, the military tradition is you still salute back because it's if someone has given you a salute, you respect that um, them enough to return the salute. Now you could tell them afterwards, 
not not appropriate. We don't salute indoors here in this branch or in this building or whatever like that. But you you have you give the respect back to them. If mm-hmm. they're giving you respect enough to salute, you give you salute back to respect that yeah. they acknowledge who you yeah, are. Yeah, I don't I don't think bubbleheads they don't salute while underway underwater. Correct. They, they don't they, they <laughs> don't they don't do yeah. that. Yeah. They also they can grow beards, which I thought was weird. Yeah. But yeah. Hmm. So for all those people out there, why well, he should never salute it. And there's a couple of generals and admirals. Former liberal generals and admirals under the Prast yeah. administration that are uh-huh. like, oh, it's so wrong, it's so wrong. Well, you never earned a, re- a salute in your in your career, evidently. It sounds like so. Uh, although, by the way, Not watching a this video, officer, yeah, just yeah. a higher ranking one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, evidently, uh, uh, from watching this, uh, uh, Mr. Trump, oh, snappy salute. Yeah, <laughs> snappy salute. He's he's continuing well, you know to press. He's yeah. probably asking the guys that fly Marine One, right. Right. Show me how to do this right. Well, he went hey, to the New York military. with that. He went to the New York Military Academy for his four years in high school. Oh, yeah. He, he probably had yeah. the, the the ruler used on him a couple. Oh, times yeah. Listen, they, sure he got it right. They went around there like it was uh you know it was it was modeled after the, the you know the uh, West Point military police or excuse me, the uh, United States Military Academy. They, I know he wasn't in the military, but he he darn sure knows how to salute and drill in ceremonies and how to walk squares and and how to eat at a table yeah, in I don't military see him fashion. Duck walking, you know, yeah. He's feet point forward. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, right, folks, thanks for joining us. First, uh, first hour of the program. we got a lot more coming back. Uh, until we see you in six minutes, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. See you after a break. Maybe you'll get past the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. 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 Keltec Studios. Make sure you get a big box of Studios and eat them for (laughs) breakfast, kids. Uh, We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike, host, lead guitarist, and word mumbler. Hey, let's go around the room real quick. On my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boom. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbett, approved memo. 
boom goes the dynamite. I, you know, I believe the comment we made when we did that too was, uh, "Yeah, that's his call sign, Daniel Boom." <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, boy. Hey, on my left, the illegal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome him back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Mikro. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That was Greek, I think. It was. Was that what that was? Uh, it's Greek to me. Yeah, yeah there you go. Everything's <laughs> Greek to you. <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, let me remind you, you can go uh, hear us live on the old internet from 3 to 5 p.m. on Saturdays, Eastern Time, 3 to 5 p.m. Saturdays, Eastern Time. You can follow us along live if you uh, have the opportunity to listen on your local stations, and we're on plenty, several around the country. Please do that, but if you can't, it's armsroomradio.com, armsroomradio.com, and from there, it usually takes about a about a day. We're trying to, we're trying to speed that up, but we, uh, we post up our uh, previous shows as fast as possible, so you get to enjoy them wherever you are, when, whenever you are. When you said the, the old internet, past, does that mean it's the dial-up one, or can you use the regular one? It too? was the, like ye old internet. Like ye oh, old, yeah, ye it's old, like ye the candle shop. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, uh, so, so thank you, folks. Thank you for joining us here. Gatlinburg. Yeah, yeah there you go. There you go. Okay. I get it. I was, um, I was on the... USS Minna. I, I was. I was. There we go. That's it. Look at, him, look, at, look at the producers running. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him going. He's gone. He's gone. Freak it out. He's gone. The, I was on the uh, the Armed American Radio Daily Defense Hour yesterday. and uh, yeah, They slum it again. Huh? There they are. Well, I guess at the end of the week and realizes, I don't really want to do this anymore. <laughs> it's, I'm tired. Uh, I, got, I want to go out on the boat. You know, it's it's the summer, you know, so I, I get to, I get to do that. And uh, Mr. Mr. Walters, the host there, Mr. Mark Walters, he's a friend of ours, friend of yours. I'm sure if you're listening to us, you know who he is. Wait, wait, wait. Is he a friend of ours? Or is he oh, he's a friend of mine. He's a friend of mine. He's a friend of mine. I don't know if he's got that affiliation. Right, right. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a friend of mine, and he's a friend of Earl's, and he's a friend of Kevin's. Yes. yes. But, Which know, is different than... Being a friend of ours. friend of ours, yes, yeah. yes. Because that has a certain connotations <laughs> yes, yes, it does. In, the, uh, in the arena of organized life. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, I was uh, speaking with him uh, yesterday evening after the program, and he said... He asked me, he said, you know, I haven't gone back and listened to it yet. Did you say, and I, you know, he was talking a specific thing. I was like, and it was had something to do similar with the sucking chest wound yeah, thing he, that, that you did. He almost had an absolute conniption fit. Yes. Uh, he gave birth to kittens filled <laughs> with chocolate. He was so worried. <laughs> did you say, no, no, I said sucking chest wound. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Because... Yeah. He thought, I don't know how I would say that other word. Do you think I say because I never say that word? Right. Yeah, he, he thought Kevin used a used a no no word. Yeah, used a bad word in the front instead of the word sucking. And now lots of people use sucking chest wound when they want to say something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So he asked me if I said something similar, similar. and I said no. No, no I no, said no. farfig nugan. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's um, no, is it farfig nugan? Far from puking. Far from puking. Far from pooping and funkin' grooving. That's that's them. <laughs> yeah. That's the German the different many different German words. People right now with German backgrounds are shaking their head. <laughs> what <laughs> in the world are they talking Achtunliebe. about? <laughs> so I he said, Did you say this word? And I thought, okay, I'll I'll listen to it on the way into the program today. So I'm listening to it on the way into the program. And as usual, let's see, it's a Saturday afternoon at one PM. So of course traffic is backed up and there's idiots all over the roadway. Yeah, of course. And having to having to deal with that. And I'd listen to about a segment because I wasn't I remember which segment it was in. And I hear Mark introducing the program coming back from the break. And he says, uh, hey, let's go back to our guest on the line, uh, you know, Mike from uh, Arms Room Radio. And at that moment I panicked 
I thought, <laughs> I'm not on the phone. Where's <laughs> my headset? I, and I started to reach for my headset because I thought I was going live on the, <laughs> on the air. And it wasn't until I heard my own voice say, thank you, Mark. As I sit here, I swear to my God, I take him to go drinking and I, and they say, why are you holding his head underwater? No, no, I'm trying to teach him to drink. Okay. I'm trying to teach him to drink, but you're holding his head underwater. He'll figure it out in a second. I was in the moment of. Damn you, traffic! You know, uh-huh. and, and I heard it come back, and I went because we you know, we wear little headsets, you know, when we're on the when we're on the uh, on the old radio here, you know. And he, he's went, having the hallucination. <laughs> That's what he's he's having. Did you take your medicine? Did you take your I medicine? I think I took the wrong one. Though. Yes. I think I took, the took wrong somebody one. else's medicine. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly. Right. But my bladder control is wonderful now. <laughs> right. so. I'm still a little psychotic, yeah. but you know. Yeah. But of course, the guy with the bladder control problem thinks he's a schizophrenic now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And he's wet all over the place. Um, it's so humid. Big dogs down there. landing on my furniture. <laughs> uh, Kevin, I, I got a, a, a tweet here during uh, during the program. You guys uh, mentioned something about uh, the, the gas control. What was the firearm you were talking about? Uh, gas system and gas control on RFP. The, the Caltech RFP. RFP. Okay. Okay. I uh, I I was running it uh, a week and a half ago with a can on it, and it was running exemplary. I okay. mean, just. Wicked, wicked, cool. Oh, wait, it's exactly three inches high at 50 yards. Oh, that means it's perfect everywhere else. Okay, I'm good. Uh, and it was running great. But I decided to take it to the Wounded Warrior shoot today. Right. And, you know, I, I brought 1,000 rounds, I think, of 308. And I thought, you know, I don't think I want to put 1,000 rounds of 308 through that can. No. So I, I took the can off and I put the muzzle brake on. And uh, someone decided to help me. Ah. And they adjusted the, the gas adjustment to the point where uh, there was no recoil. Uh, there was also no cycling. <laughs> shot really I'm, smooth. I'm it, and, and it didn't dawn on, on me sing, sing, that, sing that while it was sitting on the table, some little gnome decided to play ha 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 with Kevin's rifle. And so, you know, they just Those dialed, guys from Caltech, they're such jokers. Dialed it and dialed it and dialed it and dialed it. Well, it may not have been the Caltech guy. <laughs> Could have been a, a tower gun trainer, oh, yeah. uh, Jeremy, or it could have been <laughs> it, 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 it could have been Nate from Spikes. Right. Could have been, could have been, mm-hmm. could have been. Uh, but I, I'm and I'm I'm looking at getting mad about the you know okay maybe I got a mag problem or something and and uh, I went over and sat it down and someone looked at it and went uh, you know your gas your gas tubes turned all, all the way out, out. Yeah. and I was like or we got a few seconds left why would having a can on there change gas pressures uh putting a suppressor on your rifle increases back pressure so it was set up with enough uh, back pressure to run right and then you take off that suppressor you need to readjust the gas system you, you got to dial it down so you're getting more blowback right not just because it's foldable sounds good sounds good i think we're good what do we got we got we're right Oh, who knows? Purser just went. <laughs> huh? 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 I told no. you guys not to do the dialogue thing. Look what happened? <laughs> <laughs> the end of the world's coming. The apocalypse. We'll see you after the break, just in case we're still on. Yeah. <laughs> see more at caltechweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. 
I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltech. See more at KeltechWeapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. You have the right to read books others don't like. You have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. You have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. Thank you. 
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, I think we had might we may have uh, may have had a tiny technical difficulty last uh, last segment. Not sure. Oops. Don't know. Don't know, Earl. But I want to make sure everybody gets it. Though we were talking about uh, gas systems. Kevin had a, a yes. rifle, his RFP, yes. where where he had some pranksters, some jokesters, some funny, some hahas, some guys out Not, there. Nothing dangerous. No, 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 no. Didn't do anything no, like no. you know, put bubble gum down the barrel or no. anything. They just no. They dialed the gas adjustment out so that mm-hmm. the gun didn't have enough blowback. Right. That's, and that's you, the nice thing with the RFB is it has an adjustable gas system, so it can compensate for different ammunition. And with running it with a suppressor, um, I always have good luck with helping explaining this. I uh, go back to cars. You put a muffler on the car, so now it's it the exhaust is restricted a little bit. Yes. Well, now then you know that's going to be one carburetor setting. Right. You take that muffler off, go or to drill open, holes in it, <laughs> or just take it off <laughs> and run a straight pipe. Okay. Uh, then that's going to be a, too, diff- I guess. a different carburetor setting. And that's, that's all that happened is, right. you know, Kevin took the can off, which then somebody else came in not knowing his gun and thought they were trying to help and make those adjustments yeah, for him. Yeah, that's what they were trying to do. They thought <laughs> they were trying to help, man. <laughs> yeah, that, that can, it, a suppressor, silencer, it, it, you know, obviously it's trying to suppress the sound or suppress the sound or silence, silence the weapon. It, it, uh, it takes that gas and it doesn't just shoot it out like a like a regular flash hider would. Right. It kind of bounces it around, uh-huh. so it doesn't dissipate as well, quickly. Now it, the noise does, mm-hmm. but the gas doesn't, which is why you have higher gas pressure mm-hmm. when you still have the can or suppressor on your on your firearm. I yep. mean, I've done that yeah. to somebody with an FNFAL. I've tuned it the other way so that you're getting the absolute maximum amount of recoil possible. <laughs> it, <laughs> that God, gun, that thing hurts. <laughs> that gun is gonna cycle. Yeah. yeah. The uh, the other ones are the. Uh, M249 squad automatic weapon. Uh-huh. Uh, and the uh, M240 Bravo saw, they have adjustable uh, nice. gas tubes. Now the saw, nice. saw mostly because it's a 5.56 and you shoot the different, uh, the 62 grain uh, mm-hmm. in, in the belt fed or the 555 grain in the magazine fed. So you have the ability to change your gas settings on that. Mm. Pretty, pretty user easy. Uh, all right. Uh, Deerfield. Remember the village of Deerfield? Remember the, uh, the, the village of Deerfield decided they were going to ban Assault weapons in the village of Deerfield. Okay, I think I remember hearing something this, about this. This is uh, three, three, two, three months ago. I got, I got it right here in front of me. Well, evidently, not so much anymore, thanks to our friends uh, at the Second Amendment Foundation and, oh, uh, yes. and, Mr., and Mr. Allen Gottlieb. Let me, let me give you what he, we got he, here. He tightened up his bow tie on him. Oh boy, yeah, he, he, the bow tie gun guy, put it down, put a smack down on him. <laughs> Illinois judge grants gun rights group temporary injunction against the Deerfo- Deerfield assault weapon ban. It was outrageous that the ban would levy fines of up to $1,000 a day against anyone who refused to turn in their gun and magazines or move them out of the village. Illinois Circuit Court judge granted a temporary injunction against the city of Deerfield's new assault weapon ban. This was on this past Tuesday night. It was supposed to go into effect Friday. Mm-hmm. So they, they got this in with uh, you know two, three days to spare. Lake County judge blocked enforcement of the ordinance, which would have levied fines up to that $1,000 a day if they did not turn them in, destroy them, or remove them, and this included rifles, handguns, and shotguns under their definitions of assault weapons. A number of gun rights groups filed the suit, but the, it was the Second Amendment Foundation that filed the suit with the Illinois State Rifle Association 
that the judge granted the injunction on. The Second Amendment Foundation suit that claimed that Deerfield ordinances violated their state's preemption law that took effect in 2013. By the way, that was a result of another Second Amendment Foundation <laughs> lawsuit <laughs> that, that, that brought that into place. So hmm. I, the Second Amendment Foundation and Mr. Alan Gottlieb are cleaning up Illinois' gun, gun laws <laughs> and gun rights single-handedly. You know? Illinois be like, what, with, what? Yeah. Alan again? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Is that okay. bowtie guy back? Yeah. Uh, Under the statute, all new gun laws must be passed at state level and localities are not allowed to pass their own. Gun rights group said it wanted to block the ordinance before it was enforced in order to protect the rights of the Deerfield residents. Now, what what happened was... Uh, <laughs> Notice we almost come back to that. <laughs> the, the law would have changed. The preemption law said, listen, it's going to go into effect on... I forget the date. You know, January 1st, July 1st, whatever it was, 2013. Okay. Okay. And it said... All municipalities will have 10 days after that. We're going to give us a very brief grandfather period to change anything that they have that they want to keep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'll have 10 days to introduce any old laws or, new, you know, or, or any, reintroduce old laws or make any new laws before the preemption goes into effect. Now, they also had to abide by you know, many other you know, laws in, in the state as far as your Second Amendment rights. But they had one that said their ordinance had to have, uh, or excuse me, the residents had to obey the ordinance and it said all assault weapons had to be stored properly. So that meant, you know, trigger locks or in a safe when they were not in use. That's what it said. It said assault weapons in Deerfield have to be stored correctly. So Deerfield's contention was, no, 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 this isn't a new law. We just, we just updated the old one. We're inter- reinterpreting mm. the yeah. meaning of... Stored correctly. Stored we want cor- them to be stored correctly outside of the city. Or in a <laughs> garbage disposal. Yeah, 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 right. So they went before the judge... And the uh, the judge granted the injunction. Kevin, the, for the judge to grant an injunction, what's his what's his level? What's he looking at? Uh, you know, when you when you bring forth an injunction like this, wait, wait, what they're probably arguing is that to impose a fine of such severity on an item that is of less value than the fine uh, is constitutes a taking, and it's not a tax. Yeah, right. Uh, and you can't find someone for exercising a constitutional right without violating their constitutional rights. So by entering into these ordinances, they've basically denied you a constitutional right without due process. They're, they're showing that you would be harmed. You, you, you'd harm yeah, many different ways under yeah. many different, uh, you right. know, uh, of amendments and, and, and laws. Yeah. So, and it doesn't he also have to, did the judge have to think that, listen, if this went to trial, you'd win? No, he, he doesn't have to do that. But what he does have to say is that until I can get some evidence and hear legal briefs right. and, and receive argument, I'm going to leave the status quo. Okay. So I'm going to not let you implement this until I see what it is that Very you good. believe is the basis for why you think you can do this. Okay. While at the same time, the Second Amendment Foundation will have the opportunity to show why what you're trying to do exceeds your authority under state and federal statute. I think, and I'm, I'm not sure, this says a circuit court, and I think their county courts are similar uh, to what we, we know. Uh, their county courts, circuit courts, are the same there. Uh, I don't know if they have a, a, a county court and a circuit court difference. I think their county court is the circuit court. So their next level, I think, if I understand Illinois, Illinois law, is they have to go straight to the state Supreme Court if they want from, to appeal from circuit this. circuit court, they may have a district court of appeal. Okay, may have a DCA. They may there. have a okay. district court of appeal, and then they'd go to the state Supreme Court. But the state Supreme Court is going to look at this and go, the state has taken over the field. 
Right. And when you take over the field through a preemption clause, lower jurisdictions don't get to, they, the, the, yeah. the legislature has spoken. Yeah, you're not just fighting the Second Amendment Foundation on this when you go to the state Supreme Court. You're fighting the state. Right. You're fighting <laughs> the legislature saying, right. we right. want to put a law in place that's more severe than yours. And we can, even though you said, we control this entire field of, of law. You can't pass a law right. that's more stringent than the one we put in place because we own this field. Okay. We are the only body in the state of Illinois who can write legislation about this. So if you want to change it, you're going to have to get the legislature to change it. And to get the legislature to change it, you're probably going to have to get the rest of the state to have a referendum of some sort. Or you're going to have to convince a lot of rural yeah. legislators whose constituents believe in firearms rights to vote against their constituents, which in, in today's environment isn't really easy to do because uh, you can lose your job that way. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, really quickly. Voter, voters kind of go, you know, I told you not to do that. Uh-huh. And you did it anyway because you said, I'm not smart enough to know what I'm doing. I'm not smart enough to tell you what it is that I want you to do as your job for me. And so you're fired. Yeah, I actually want to talk, uh, we get to, probably after Major Bill, we'll talk about uh, that a little bit more with uh, something that happened with the elections in the past couple, uh, the past week or two. But back to, back to, back to Deerfield, yeah. So if this goes to, it, it, right, like you said, right now it's status quo, so they can't take them. If they, if they appeal it at the, st- the District Court of Appeals or, or the state, whichever level it happens to get to, the DCA, I'm assuming, at Six months, a year, something like that before I, something like I this I don't know what through. their backlog is, okay. but what the DCA may go is that they may certify it as a matter of great public importance and kick it up to the state Supreme Court right. and let the state Supreme Court smash it. Okay. Because that's, <laughs> that's basically what the state Supreme Court's going to look at and go, you know, um, there's, a, there's a state statute that says you can't do this. Uh, we really don't have anything else to say. We only got a couple of seconds left, but this is a big precedent now as this moves forward. Yeah, because there's a lot of jurisdictions that think they can write their own rules and ignore the preemption clauses, both in Illinois and right now in Florida. Yeah. And this might be a way to start learning them something. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We get back, we'll have Major Bill. Forty kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program. With all of the above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people. People just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO. Until everyone comes home. 
first time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's gonna happen next and how long am I gonna be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me and it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look brother, everything's gonna be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. It's pouring rain. It's real dark outside. Your heart starts beating really, really fast. You've never done anything so hard in your life. This is boot camp. This is the real thing now. It's such extreme pain, you don't understand how you can finish. I began to feel that there was no way I was ever going to have my title, U.S. Marine. It takes special inner strength, courage, and desire to do this. I was just thinking, I'm so close. I'm so close. And when I, I finished, I was like, I'm done. I did it. The moment I will never forget is when this drill instructor that I admire so much comes up to me straight in front of me, put her arm on my shoulder and said, good morning, Marine. PFC Summer Volkman became a Marine. Can you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Specialist Jason Cox died June 16, 2008, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Cox, 21, of Elleria, Ohio, was assigned to the 3rd Squadron, 73rd Cavalry Regiment, 1st Brigade Combat Team, 
82nd Airborne Division, Fort Bragg, North Carolina. He was killed in action in Balad, Iraq, of wounds sustained near Hala when his vehicle encountered an improvised explosive device. Cox had been deployed in Iraq for a year and was scheduled to return to Ohio the following month. We'll miss him, his father, Gregory Cox, said, but we know he was saved. He was a Christian, so I have confidence he's with Jesus Christ in heaven. Cox was a 2004 graduate of Lorain County Joint Vocational School and loved to work with his hands. He also followed two older brothers into the military. Army Specialist Jason Cox, you are not forgotten. All right, folks, time to lawyer up. You got any issues whatsoever, give me a call, 407-480-2179. We'll get you sorted out. I like that. Lawyer up. That sounds like a segment. Lawyer up with Kevin Maxwell. I like that. Sometimes, as I was explaining to some people today, I can help you get divorced, and I can help protect you before you get married. <laughs> uh, and Don't do it. That, that's on both sides of that equation. Right. Uh, uh, depending on who hires me first. <laughs> yeah, that's, mm, there that's, you go. It's a race to the office. Yeah. Speaking of hiring divorce attorneys, let's bring in our uh, the, the chief law enforcement officer of Arms Room Radio. Uh, please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. There will be a betting process before he picks. Ground control to Major Bill. Oh, I see. We have jokes today. <laughs> we, we got jokes. <laughs> I got a whole bucket of ha ha over here with your name on it, buddy. <laughs> to, you know, to all those nefarious ne'er-do-wellers out there, don't listen to that whole warrior up thing. <laughs> Come on and talk to me. It's okay. I, I want to help you. I want to help me help you. Listen, listen, listen. That's right. If any time the police says, listen, I can help you get out of this, but you got to tell me the truth. Shut your mouth. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> it's a sucking chest wound. <laughs> Oh, listen, I just want to make sure that I have all the stories straight. You know, just tell me what happened. Listen, if I don't have your side of the story, all I have to go on is theirs. Yeah, go on theirs <laughs> and keep your mouth shut. And then I'm just going to have to make a bunch of assumptions. That's ma- assume <laughs> assume all the way to the jail. Because let me tell you, folks, you're going to take the ride, but you ain't going to take the rap. If you can keep your mouth shut, because you know what they can't use against you? What you don't say. (laughs) Oh, boy, oh, boy. Ron White said it better than anybody else I've ever heard. I had the right to remain silent. I just didn't have the ability. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Major Bill, uh, you you got a story or two for us, depending on the time here. uh, We've we've got something going on in the Pacific Northwest I think you wanted to tell us about. Uh, Well, I was going to start off a little closer to home. Oh, let's do the closer to home one. Yeah, you know, because uh, let's let's go because you know we're all familiar with you know the bass fishing capital of the world, Wallaca, Florida. That's true, right? very true. The bass capital of the world. That's right, and it's right up there in beautiful Putnam County. Yes, uh, and you know, you know, law enforcement, believe it or not, regardless of what Kevin says, we are there to help you. And when you feel that you've been wronged and you've been sold a product or. You know, you've been, you've been given something that you feel is, is was not what you intended to purchase. We're here to help you. If you've been uh, the victim so, of a fraud. Yes. <laughs> if you are a victim of a fraud, you know, we have a lot of online sales now. So we have a lot of, you know, you know, police departments are offering up their, their, their lobbies where you can do safe exchanges of things. Right, right. Um, but, you know, up there, you know, the Putnam County Sheriff's Office, 
you know, kudos to them because they just take it a step further. Because, you know, Doug Kelly, uh, who lives up in Hawthorne, which is near Gainesville, uh, called the sheriff's office and said that, you know, he wanted to press charges against someone who sold him something he didn't think was real methamphetamine. Uh, because he had a violent reaction, he got fake drugs. So he got he got well. He got bad. Drugs. He got bad he, drugs. He got bad uh, drugs. He got the bad reaction, and that's not what he paid for. This was not cocaine. Uh, this is baby laxative. <laughs> so, so they said, you know what? Come on down here. We'll test it for you for free. And and that's not true. Car because there's going to be some cost of investigation in that prosecution. I'm just telling you. Well, Listen, the initial test is free, Kevin. All right, let's just let's just stick the presumptive to my side little break the vial test. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, it turns a pretty color. Then you know we know what it is. Uh, so, yeah, you know, he went down to the sheriff's office and he presented uh, some tin foil and they opened it up. It had a crystal-like substance in it, and uh, but you know, sure enough, guess what it was, folks. It, it was, was uh, icing meth. off of a donut. <laughs> it was meth. It was meth. It was meth. <laughs> so they, what you say to that guy it. next is, listen, this was not good. You need to tell us where we got it. You got it so we can go speak to him about replacing it. That's it. Yeah. We need to prosecute him for giving you bad meth. <laughs> do, do you know the term criminal informant? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. How'd you like to make a little money? Because you are one. <laughs> well, you oh, know, I don't boy. think he uh, he wanted to do that because he was arrested and charged with uh, possession of meth- uh, methamphetamine, and uh, you know he couldn't leave, uh, and he's being held on a five thousand dollar bond. But you know, putting it out there, the Putnam County Sheriff's Office said that they are more than willing to have anybody come on down, and they will be happy, happy, happy to test your narcotics for free. <laughs> they do. I mean, I've got the press release right here in front of me. It's exactly what they said. There was, yeah. a, there was an agency, I think we talked about it last year, that, uh, that put out the whole, uh, hey, folks, we think there's some, some bad meth in the yeah. neighborhood, so bring yours down. And, uh, yeah. and, and, yes, and some was. people did. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you know, know, I actually had a, a case that I, well, I, it wasn't my case, but I, I was listening to it, and the, the person said, well, he stole my... He stole my crack. <laughs> you know, having crack is illegal, but isn't stealing more illegal? <laughs> I mean, the value of the crack, it was like felony level, you know? <laughs> oh, boy, boy. But, uh, but speaking of narcotics, let's, uh, let's uh, head on out to the Northwest. What's, what's one of our favorite cities out there, Mike? Uh, we love Seattle. We love Seattle, just because of the utter stupidity that comes out of there. <laughs> uh, and, and this is dealing with heroin. And they have a councilwoman out there, uh, uh, Sally Bagshaw, who wants to provide free heroin to drug users out there. That, that uh, is not unprecedented, though. Bill. No, it's not. But, you know, the delivery method is what's unique here, is they're going to spend over a million dollars buying an RV and a... That there is a recreational driver, vehicle. A recreational vehicle. <laughs> Mike, you know, you are, you know, tend to be the driver of the RV. That's it. Uh, I have yeah, driven the, the EM50 urban assault vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my truck? You know, Some the, soldiers took it to get a washer. Park in certain spots of the city and so that, you know, drug users can come on board and they can shoot up in a safe space. Uh, and then they can go to another area 
where they can recover. And they're going to partition it off because, you know, they want to make sure that they have their privacy when they're doing this. Oh, of course. Well, uh, I, I will tell so, you that that technique won't work, but if you build a large fence around a wooded area and just drop the dope off, they'll stay inside of that fence. Yeah. <laughs> stay inside of that fence. Well, can we make it like, you know, the old escape from New York? Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's, more, it's, it's more like Amsterdam. There's some parks in Amsterdam where they'll give you all the heroin you want. Which is what Kevin was talking but about. you don't get yeah. to leave the park. Yeah. You have to live in the park. And you get, yeah, to, there's, there's two ways out. You either ask to go to a rehab center or you just keep taking it until there's nothing left of you. Problem solved either way. There you go. You know, but what, what, you know, not only are they spending over a million dollars in taxpayer money out there and they want to provide free narcotics, you know, they estimate it's going to cost another $2.3 million to be able just to maintain this vehicle between repairs and, and upkeep and things like that. So yeah, This is know, over $4 million uh, investment because they want to give heroin oh, and an it's RV. It's going to get even more expensive yeah. than that because oh, yeah. the first person that dies from a heroin overdose where the state provided them heroin, their family is going to sue the state. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to be, you know what, you were negligent by giving them too much heroin. Bill, it could be worse. They could start making their own heroin. I, I remember back in the day, a certain agency used to make their own crack, and they started getting robbed by the, the bad guys because the sheriff's office had the best crack in town. Yeah, yeah. I, I worked for that agency, <laughs> and uh, I remember being out on those raids. Uh, Bill, thank you for joining us. Please be safe down there, sir. Always. And my brothers and sisters in blue, remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, and check your six. Always go home at the end of shift. It was an arms from Radio Comedy Live from the Celtic Studios. The guys will see you right after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech 
a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Last segment. Here we go. Thank oh, God. Already? Running, running into Thank it. Thank God. Yeah. It's, I've you know got what? so many people to yell at to clean rifles. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you know, I have, I have the same reaction every time we do this. Already? And thank God. You hit this at the same time. So uh, we, we briefly touched on it earlier. I think when we were talking about Deerfield, about um, if you're going to oppose the president. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It, this, it was this past week where... The Congressman Sanford, Mark Sanford, I believe his name is. The hiker. The hiker. Yes, yes. And for, for those of you that don't remember this story, oh, what is this? This is probably eight, ten years ago that happened? Oh, no. It wasn't even that long. Okay. More like five. Okay. This was the, uh, he was the governor at the time in South Carolina, and uh, he met himself an Argentine lady. Yes, and he had a wife. Yes, he did. He had a wife. He had a wife at the time. And uh, he... Uh, he disappeared. I, I believe he, like, you know, the, the office of governor was gone. He was gone for a week, 10 days, something, maybe even two yeah, weeks. Yeah, and, and they, they gave him the whole, you know, he's hiking the Appalachian Trail. Uh, that's why he can't get any cell phone signal, but apparently they decided to ping his phone, and he was like, no, you ain't on the Appalachian Trail. <laughs> yeah, you, well, if it, it goes all the way down in the southern part of Argentina yeah. is where he was yeah. with, the, with this lady friend of his. Well, was that in, was not his wife. He was probably more in the middle part of the Argentina. In the middle. Yeah, in right the middle in the middle. Yeah, yeah. He didn't need it. There you go. He was checking out uh, valleys and mountains at the same time. So you had you had this guy, uh, and he he got through that. He did. He, he, did. he, he everybody told him to resign. He, he 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 chucked and jived and did all the things politicians do, and you know something else got more important, and he he managed to survive that cataclysm. He uh, he ran for, and I, I believe it was on his own dime. He ran for congressman uh, after he was no longer the governor. And won his term there in Congress, the U.S. House, and the national, the Republican National Party said, "You're on your own. 
we're not, you know, they didn't throw him any support. They didn't throw him any cash. But I guess he was one of those guys that, uh, you know, just had some, enough, had some local backing. Got a lo- enough name recognition and pulled it off. Well, he found the combination of things that'll keep you from getting reelected. Uh oh. Well, he he got a he got a, a a very very lovely woman Republican to run against him. Yes. And her ad campaign was tell this guy to take a hike. Yeah. I, love, I, love, I love that line. It's like you know what you just did. You just did two things: throw yep. his ass out and remember what he did. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Exactly right. That was it. Was that was a very good. You know whoever. The uh, the ad campaign there, uh, you know, yeah, he got a bonus. On the back. Yeah. Yeah. Was a bu- and you know what? It's probably a woman. It's yeah. Oh the, yeah. No, no, no. I got an idea. Yeah. Gonna- yep. But you know, the the one reason that uh, they keep talking about, it, and even he's brought it up, is that you, you listen. Uh, he's this guy that uh, he stood up against uh, against the president, against President Trump. Now he's Republican. He's Republican, and I said he, he said something like, "Listen, eighty two percent of the time, I have voted with the president." Yeah, well, it's not the number of votes, but the quality of the things you're voting on. Mm-hmm. You know, when you start yeah. standing up against a major policy, you know, rather than just, you know, rubber stamping the little things, that's the issue. And he has been, been a, an outright opponent of the president and his pr- procedures and his policies. And um, I think this is the public telling them and telling everybody else that, uh, hey, listen, buddy, this is the guy we put in the office to get the job done. And if you want to stand in the way... We'll find somebody else you to sit in your chair. You can stand in way over there. Exactly right. And I think that's a lot what this is. I think that, you know, the Democrats, we kept hearing, oh, this is going to be a big tell. You're going to see the blue wall come back. No. I think this was the big wake-up call this past week for, uh, you listen, this is the guy we, rep- we elected to be the leader of our party. And if you want to be, you want to be swampy, we'll drain you. Yeah. Yeah. I think they, they were calling, they were saying that it was going to be a blue wave. Yes. Yeah. I think it ended up being a small ripple. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, so. This guy, uh, hmm. it was a wave, hmm. but it's hmm. going down to the septic tank. Yeah, it's it's was <laughs> so it clockwise? Waving it bye bye. Clockwise above <laughs> yeah. the equator. Yeah, clockwise above the equator. The tidal bowl man. There he goes. <laughs> so yeah, this is. I think this was a uh, was very eye opening, and now he's sitting in the background going, "Well, maybe I shouldn't have opposed the president." <laughs> mm, you think, buddy? You I think? messed up. Let's end. Uh, let's end the program with a little happy ending story. This is this is a little. Oh, oh, oh hey! Oh, no, this no, is no, a no, family no. show. No, no. This is a this is a, a happy ending for the homeowner. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> it's not obscene. No, okay. no, not not no. Well, let me read it first. Uh, nope. No, no, it's not. Okay, got it. Got it. <laughs> Make sure it's the right story. So three wow. dudes. <laughs> three dudes decide to break into a house. Yep. Dude one gets the car. Okay. Dude two is going to drive the car and act as the lookout. Okay. And dude three is going to go in the house and do the robbery. Okay. There's where things start to go awry. (laughs) There's a young lady in the house. Oh. Who has herself a firearm. And she decides to uh, ventilate dude three that goes into the house. Yeah, they. Uh, she she gets um, she sees the bad guy. That this is this is a night. This is uh, in the uh, the evening hours, and the bad guy's coming in. And uh, you know, she, there's a bad guy coming in my house. So she takes the gun and uh, at least one shot goes. You know, she puts uh, she puts into the the bad guy mm-hmm. and uh, calls it in. You know, everybody responds. They they don't find this guy. They don't do whatever. He left. Yeah, he left <laughs> rapidly. I'm out. The next day, they find him. Uh-huh. <laughs> We, we was, he is uh, without most of his blood behind a gas station in a local neighborhood. Uh-oh. Because dude two and three decided to go, um, 
Uh, we can't take you to the hospital, man. They're going to find out who we are. We got to leave you right here. Mm-hmm. But they'll find you. You just keep yelling. <laughs> Bye. So good friends dumped them behind the gas station down wow. the street. Well, see, when you die as a result of being shot by a homeowner, uh, that's felony murder to the two dudes that took you there. Mm-hmm. And guess who got caught? Uh, yeah. Two dudes. The two dudes. So now they're facing felony murder charges. Front row. Carl Rodriguez, uh, charged with felony murder, murder and burglary in connection with the death of uh, Daniel Valentin, who was the, uh, the bullet catcher. Uh, he was shot uh, Monday afternoon while burglarizing a home. This was in the afternoon. In, uh, this is, like I said, this is just outside of Orlando in the town of Oviedo. And uh, he, uh, he took off. You know, the, 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 the driver, Mr. Rodriguez, took off. I guess he grabbed Mr. Valentin and decided that uh, yeah, he, uh, he did not need we're to not remain that in the vehicle. Yeah, we're, we're, I mean, I like you, but <laughs> I don't like, like you. Like you. you. Yeah, that's right. They, they also, the police are arrested later in the week, uh, Mr. Luis Lopez Ruiz, uh, also charged with the felony murder and burglary because uh, he was there also. We had, we had a, the getaway vehicle driver. We had the lookout. Uh, and then we had the, the actual burglar, Bull, the bullet, bullet catcher. catcher. Yeah, we had a bullet yeah, catcher. Yeah. So uh, there's the, uh, the incident remains under investigation. I don't know if they're going to, you know, maybe, maybe he'll get more debtor and they'll charge him again with felony murder. But it uh, seems like a pretty clear cut and dry, happy ending for the, the, the homeowner who defended herself and her property and her, her family uh, this past week in Orlando. So that's, uh, that's you know, that's, uh, I, 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 know, yeah, I know where you're I, going, but that's, 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 that's how it turns out right. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, I have no problem with that. You think about everything that we've talked about this week, and folks, this is what you need to uh, re- remember about the, the incidents we talked about with people protecting themselves. You have this woman who protected herself in her home. I don't think this is a woman who had to go to the safe, touch the dial, figure out the combination, get the gun out, load the gun, and go out and, and, and confront the bad guy. This, this sounds like a woman that was ready and had a plan mm-hmm. and had a firearm. Mm-hmm. The gentleman, uh, and, 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 or maybe it was the woman, we don't know yet. We know it's a couple that fired against the three bad guys outside the Kroger Grocery yep. in DeKalb County, Georgia. These were people that were prepared to defend themselves, their lives, their property, uh, you know, those, those around them, whatever it happened to be. We'll get to circumstances later. And they had the drill. <laughs> they, yeah. they had the shooter ready. Sir, we're gonna need to. We're gonna need your. We're gonna need your ammo. We're gonna need your. Excuse me. We're gonna need your wallet. We're gonna need your money. Oh yeah, I got that for you right here. Pull the old Denny Crane. (laughs) Watch, wallet, (laughs) gun, knee, elbow. Yeah, yeah. And 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 took him. You don't want to rob me. I'm important. Yeah, (laughs) it'll go badly for you. And then our two folks in Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Florida, and the only tips we have for them, the pro tips are. You're going to have a weapon. Yeah. Have, have it readily available and go. accessible. There you go. And if you don't have it readily available and accessible, accessible, lock it up. Yes. Lock it up, put it away. It's because all it is is, is a tool for somebody else to get. Yeah, because what if you, she, what you're if not had, ready. Right. What if he had taken that car, either ready. one of those cars? Yep. Then they would have had an armed vehicle. Yeah, yeah. For, in both But then in both it would have been armed carjacking. Correct. It, it, yeah, he would have caught more charges, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. before they catch him drinking booze in the Supercuts bathroom or whatever that right. he was doing there. So. <laughs> Uh, so that's the tip, folks. If you're going to have the firearm, make sure it's readily available, accessible. Make sure you know how to use it. Get some training. Go to go to tower training. Go to go yeah. to Aries Range. Go wherever you're going to go. Get your training and get your next yeah, level yes. training. Get your cert gun and uh, and make it happen. Put your gun tech gear on it. Make it happen and uh, and keep yourself and your family safe. Uh, hey, thanks for joining us this week. Uh, we'll be back next week. I, I think uh, we're supposed to have Doctor John. A dean with us this week, but he got called into surgery right before we went on the air. He's so. got to say baby, so yeah, you yeah. Hello yeah. to Dr. John. We'll see, you. we'll see you next week or the week thereafter, Dr. John. And please, folks, exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, 
Keep your head on a swivel. See you next week. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com.